0: Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Trucking Driver Podcast. I'm Dougie Rankin. And I'm Paul O'Callaghan. Paul, delighted to have you back. The last time that we spoke, you were in Australia, but a lot has changed since then.
1: Yeah, it's a fair bit after changing now, Dougie. I'm back over in, in, uh, in Ireland, back over the correct side of the world, so I've been back now a couple of months. So it's, it's, uh, it's great to be home. I was over in Australia for 13 months at the last stint, so... That was quite a long, long time to be there, and uh, I'm just just glad to be home. Didn't get home as early as I would have liked, but uh, at least, uh, you know, at least I'm, I'm home now. And um, okay, there's no truck shows, but I'm I'm still getting a bit of variety and getting to uh, drive different trucks and and do some interesting stuff. So yeah, no complaints from this side anyway.
0: Yeah, because I'm guessing that you would have come home earlier if it wasn't for the whole coronavirus situation.
1: Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's right. Actually, yeah, um, and uh, I'm not sure. I don't, not sure that I mentioned before that I, I did. Uh, I was in New Zealand. That was in March, and when I came back to Australia, I had to do the two weeks quarantine in, in the hotel in, in Sydney. I may have mentioned that to you already, but um, did you have to pay yes, for the hotel? Yeah. So, um, basically, just got off the uh, got off the plane in, in Sydney, and we were escorted into. Uh, hotel onto a bus into hotel and police and that was it just stayed in your room for two weeks uh, all paid for by the New South Wales government so that was alright
0: no well that's alright uh, it's an absolute yeah. it's a nightmare to travel anywhere at the moment unless you're doing it in a truck I'm trying to Yeah, my. I'm trying to work out a way where I can go and see my girlfriend at some point soon Um uh, we're working, yeah. it, it doesn't look like there's like travel ban quarantines in place everywhere, but I think that Germany is maybe all right if I fly from England. It's intensely complicated and
1: very complicated. Oh, yeah. You want to be dedicated listen. is the uh, word.
0: I might, I might, it might yet come to the fact that I've got to go and drive a truck and go and deliver some vegetables to Denmark and bring back some bacon. I think
1: <laughs> driving, yeah, exactly. Driving trucks is by far the easiest way if you want to go anywhere with um minimal minimum of hassle so i've been i've been over over the water a few times since i came back and um didn't really have a, any problem as a truck driver the only the only time which was a bit of a surprise i was coming back from calais into dover and you just pull up to the window and hand your passport to the you know the the british immigration whatever and uh he asked me if i'd filled out the you know this the, online form you're oh supposed yeah, to fill the out big long form, it, yeah
0: i've done it a couple of times yeah
1: yeah and i hadn't i didn't have hadn't heard anything about it so i did it and uh apparently it's it's 100 quid on the spot fine if you don't have it so um i did it and then the next time i came through um there was no mention of it and uh i just about actually had forgot to do it and just as i was walking back down into the truck from the on the, on the ship I was trying to do it as, just as I was actually coming down the ramp you know so, so oh. I'd have it in case it was checked on the other side but nobody look there's so many so many trucks coming through there and you're just kind of wondering if all those all those um, Eastern European guys and everyone else has it done so it's, it's a bit kind of all over the place as far as I can see
0: it is. I flew back in from Beeland in August when things were getting a little bit more relaxed with that nice period there and you had to fill the form in but nobody was checking it as to where you were Not and what so. you were doing or anything like that. They need to no. for normal travel you need to they need to come up with some sort of uh, quick test so they can get things moving, get things moving yes. again because because um, yeah. Yeah, it's it's technically but, it's a two week it's a two week self isolation if I want to come and fly from Edinburgh to Dublin. I believe that's right yeah uh, but who's going to be watching the land border if I just come over and do that you know, it's, nobody it's just nobody. So, oh, It's just all so over the place so unfortunately fair. I'm sad to say you know, there's not been many truck shows this year there were a few in England Newark was on this weekend I think it was at last all weekend right. there were a few that truck fest managed to get ahead but it's not easy to do it Um, no, like live no. promotions that run that have got the sort of financial clout to go through and go through all the risk okay. assessments and all the coronavirus yeah, yeah. paperwork and bureaucracy, cool. you've got to go through to get them ahead. Truck Fest okay. Scotland was due to take place in uh, just a few days' time, okay. uh, middle weekend yeah, that's in right. October. But uh, that's, that's fallen by the wayside because uh, there's absolutely no way the Scottish government were going to allow that to go no. ahead. It's all... No, no. (laughs) We can't um, have any joy or happiness or anything. No, well, (laughs) you know, at
1: the the same time, I suppose we've both uh, been had the opportunity to drive uh, trucks lately that we hadn't driven before. So I know you've been out all week. In that, um, was that a six thirty gigaspace you were in, or what? It was, was
0: yes, indeed. Well, I was back out this week in a brand new Mercedes Benz Actros demonstrator, which is. it's, a, it's increasingly important for me to be able to get out and drive trucks because course, or, yeah, otherwise yeah. I'm living by myself and I've basically, you know, I've, I've, I've got to sit in the house on my own. I'm not allowed to have anybody visit yeah. me and I can't go and see my mates. No. Unless we go to the pub, then I think that's yes. allowed, but only till 10 o'clock or something. But you can't, you yeah, can't go in yeah. for a coffee anywhere. So, yeah, I had the Mercedes-Benz Actros, so which Western Commercials kindly
1: yeah. furnished
0: me with. Uh, top of the range thing and... What's the verdict? Uh, it's Well, as a truck, the old MP4 Actros wasn't something I got on well with. I was, I, was, no. I was like, it's too high off the ground. The gearbox has a mind of its own at times. It doesn't handle particularly well. Uh, but having spent a week with, it, week with a top-of-the-range yeah. one like that, there's substantial improvements across the board with it. Um, okay, I drove yeah. 47 hours, 23 minutes in it over the course of six days, and I did... Th- I did three. Yeah. I did three nights out in it because I wasn't. The price of the diesel for me to drive back to the yard was pro, was less than what it would be wasn't for a that. night out because we were quite close by. And so, how did you
1: find it? What did, What did you find? Um, what what appealed and and what didn't you like about it?
0: Well, the thing about the Mercedes, and it's the same for all flat floored trucks, is I find yep. that they're too high off the ground. Climbing in and out them all day is a pain and there's a certain amount of disconnect between you, the driver, and the handling because it's so high up. And I'd say out the three of the flat-floor trucks, the Renault Range T is the one that handles the best. Mm -hmm. Um, And the Actros, it still feels like top-heavy and it it doesn't give you that much confidence going into corners. Having said that, I spent nearly nearly the entire week on motorway or dual carriageway, so it wasn't like I was trying to thread it through B-roads or anything.
1: No, no.
0: And I quickly, and was, I quickly grew yeah. to uh, like the interior space and the build quality is really good. Um, good, yeah. Everything was what I want. It's got a nice big deep uh, storage bin beside the driver's seat. And it's got a big fridge. Yeah. And everything else was where I where I wanted it to be. When I, it's got huge overhead lockers and the giga space. It's got big yeah. deep door pockets. It's got places to put. Everything and it's got a massive bunk. The bunk on it's nine hundred mil wide up in the top, which okay, is yeah. which is brilliant for big guys. Although having said that, I'm not entirely sure how big guys are supposed to climb into <laughs> the top bunk. Yeah, I didn't, did you I mean, sleep on the bottom bunk or top bunk? No, then? I slept in the top bunk and I had the I had as oh. good a sleep as I've ever had in a truck. It's a, I never yeah. I never felt the need to have the night heater on. It seems well insulated and everything's. Well, yeah. it's got what the,
1: about the what about the gearbox? I know that you know I Gear- drove one that was a 2014 model. That's quite a long oh, time. Ago. No, that that wouldn't have that, been that, that wouldn't have been very yeah. good.
0: You know, I mean the old PowerShift yeah. shift gearbox would sometimes just forget what it was doing. But the, this is yeah. this is much better. I didn't give it any thought when I was driving it. It's got three modes: economy, which limits you to fifty two, fifty three mile an hour. Normal and power, and I just left it normal most of the time. It was. Couldn't really, saying, yeah. Couldn't really fault it. could really fault it when I was on the move. Your low speed throttle control, you've got to be really light on the throttle when you're going onto trailers, and at low okay. speed because it's still. When you put most other trucks into maneuver mode, you can be quite heavy with the throttle because it's restricting it. That's right. The Merce- yeah. the Mercedes. If you're heavy on it, it can start head banging a bit, and it's a bit more tricky okay, to get yeah. it. It's a little bit more tricky to get it to click onto the pin of a yeah. trailer. Um, yeah. Having said that, I would rate I would rate the gearboxes more than acceptable is um they've pretty much yeah. solved that and it's got a nice you can knock it if you hold the button in on the end of the stock you can have manual mode if you want which you don't yeah. need for shifting the only times i used manual mode was when i was preventing it from it, it's really eager to downshift when you put the engine yeah. brake on so you go into stage one on the engine brake and it's trying to go into 10th when all that you want yes. is for it to hold 12th and give you the engine braking. So that was yes. the only time I used manual was when I was trying to just gently slow it without having it slow down too much. But, yeah. so but I was overall,
1: impressed? Would you have one? Would
0: you- yeah, well the, hand, well, the performance was effortless with the 630. I got it to nearly 10 miles to the gallon on a new engine, which was yeah. light. And then I came up the road yesterday and it was heavy. I don't know how much was in the trailers, but the axle was down and you could feel it having to work a bit. And it, it came out, it maybe dropped like one or two miles an hour going up over Stainmore. And the rain was horrific yesterday and there was the wind with the 16.2 decker. So it came in at seven and a half miles to the gallon. So it's hard it's hard to work out what it would do so as an average. You've got, yeah, you've I've worked. heard that
1: the, um, the, the 510 that they have, I think that's only out a couple of years now, it's yeah. Supposed to be returning very good uh, fuel economy figures, like better than anything that's out so there. Yeah, that would be the one. That point.
0: would be the one to have on this job. The 630s. Mm. the 630s overkill, but that's what we're doing, Britain and Ireland. We, we people they buy trucks that are way. <laughs> they, they, they love a bit of overkill. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, well, uh, that's, I, that's I, interesting. Yeah, it was not it, performance of it was uh, just exactly as as you would expect. It's hard to on easy on light work I would imagine you'd be able to get tens with it all day how it does yep. when you're, you're having to go heavy with it it's, it's um, hard yeah. to tell but people don't necessarily buy 630 horsepower trucks because they're looking at fuel that's economy right. for me to yeah, do 47 hours in that job the truck was doing 55 mile an hour and it's not a shift that you would be doing every yeah. week but
1: did you find it? that uh... Sorry, did you find it a bit hard on the front axle? That's a couple of yeah,
0: um, yeah, that's right. I've yep. heard people the, saying the front, that, axle, yeah. the front axle is hard, surprisingly, for a top of the range mm. demonstrator. it it'd steel on the front axle and not air. Mm. And most of the sort of Volvo's and Scania's you seem to encounter these days are full air. Well, that seems to be the trend. Yeah, well, for uh, sort of especially stuff.
1: Scania. I think it's 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 reasonably cheap on the Scania. It might only yeah, be a couple of grand, whereas yeah, on the Volvo, it's actually it's actually a lot more expensive. But that seems to be the way to go. Yeah. yeah. And but I find when you're in when you're in a cab like the biggest cabs now, you're sitting up high and you have that that air front axle. It definitely takes a bit of getting used to. Maybe um, a kind of a lower a cab where you're sitting a bit lower, right. with with the air front axle, I think would be perfect.
0: Mm. <laughs> I, it's, um, I, I did feel that it was it was a bit bumpy like it would it, it would go over <clears> like my, minor ruts and holes and undulations on yeah. the road it would glide over you could hear the suspension knocking away but when had when I actually hit like a depression in the road then it would send too much back into the cab for a vehicle of that size I would say but as the week okay, went on yeah. the more weight you've got in the truck the better it gets and I'd kind of forgotten about it but, but yeah. later on that week so yeah. um but that's not really, every, everybody, the only thing anybody wants to know about it is mirror cam. That's all everybody wants to know. Until, I, I actually forgot, completely forgot about it, you yeah You forgot about the mirror cam? <laughs> <laughs> everybody's been asking me all week, what's the mirror cam like? And there's, yeah. a lot of, there's a lot of really strong opinions from drivers about it. Like it's put, people seem to be like a bit scared about it. It's almost... a. Uh, it's become well, like it's, it's like a political it's, 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 issue, like bloody Brexit or Scottish independence, where people get really excited. I think it's the kind it. of fear. It's
1: the fear that the, it's the fear that the, you know this is it. The future is coming, and, and we're going to be replaced. Maybe yeah. there might be a little bit well, of that behind it, gone. but I mean, unless unless you've driven it and, and you've. Um, and you've done whatever you did at 47 hours in it, uh, well, I think you're gonna, you, have to, you have to wait and see, you know, so I, 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 I don't know, I've you never do. one.
0: You, It's not long enough to go and do a little press test and drive it round a circuit and say, oh, well, that's great. You need to know what it's like in the rain. True, are yeah. when, you're, when you're in a regional distribution centre in the dark, when there's trucks and there's shunters flying everywhere and you're trying to put this thing on the bay in the corner that there's no bloody space for yeah. it, you know, that that's when you find Fair out enough. what a truck's really like to live with, but... You get in behind the wheel, and I'll say the driving position and it's perfect. The seat goes low enough, so you don't have to dump the air out of it. And it had a good yeah. heated seat in it. You could squeeze yourself in at the sides, and you could uh, pump the lumbar right up on it. The steering wheel adjusted enough. Now, you've got two digital displays. You've got the the dash clocks display, which you can have in classic or advanced. And I like the classic display, because it gave you two yeah. circular dials. And you can just control that off the steering wheel, go through all your various trip computer, tachograph, oil pressure functions. And then you've got your multimedia screen. And this is the thing that's maybe a bit scarier because it's got... It is easy. After a day or so, you get used to it. And if you're somebody that's never got their phone out of their hand, which is me, then you'll get really used (laughs) to it. You can swipe through. You've got your heating and ventilation controls, um... You've got your sat Tom Tom sat nav. You've got all your radio, your Bluetooth. That's all accessible by swiping through that. And there's some major, some of the major functions are still in buttons, like the diff lock and the level control. Um, yeah. I would like to see the demist function for the windows to be on a button where you can directly hit it. But other than that, I got on with it fine. I I was like, um, perfectly at home with it after a couple of days. Yeah. Uh, getting uh, getting down to the main point of the uh, the mirror cam, um, it's the, it works in fair play for them for getting it to work, but it's not perfect yet. Um, okay. There was a lot of excitement where people were saying, you know, watch how it pans round when you turn a corner yeah. or you're blindsiding that camera will widen the angle of what you can mm. see, um, which I didn't think was particularly. Um, a problem. I, it wasn't something that I ever thought about when I'm driving with no, no. normal mirrors, um, but me neither. And it's the same when you're if you're reversing at night. You have well, if you're reversing with it, you have to interpret things differently because when you go into reverse, it changes the view. And mm. well, I I I reverse quite a lot with my head out the window, which is I don't know if that's a bad habit or not, but. Um, oh, it, I don't
1: think there's anything wrong
0: with it. It doesn't help when you're blind when you're blindsiding. Um, but I couldn't quite get my head around it for a while. The last time that I reversed, which was last night, I, I managed to get it straight onto the loading dock by using the the mirror cam a lot more. And you have to interpret. It, it seems to give you a higher viewpoint than what you get from the mirrors. Um, so, I mean, which I can, is I,
1: something, something you get used to. I, sure, I can, you it?
0: can get used to all of that. The thing is, though, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Because of GDPR and privacy, the cameras are 2 megapixel in resolution, which means that everything is slightly... It's not pin-sharp. It's like Xbox 360 graphics. Um, And because of the frame rate of the camera, you'll find the LED headlights on other vehicles flicker. And on certain ones, like Range Rovers, you've got lights flickering from side to side, which makes you think, is that like Mm. beacons on a police car or something? And it also makes it slightly tricky... There was one point where I was in the wrong lane at a roundabout and I needed to get across. I put the indicator on and a BMW flashed me, but I had to take a little bit longer to look just to make sure because his driving lights are also flickering on and off. Um, So so it's a bit, it's a bit noisy. And same in the dark, you've got it. Almost looks like it's there's a permanent drizzle like rain. Um, But I've been told, I have been informed that Mercedes are about to do a camera update which is downloadable to the truck, which is going to solve these issues okay. with the mirror cam. Um, ah. And I'm not sure... Oh, that's good. You do also get water on the lens, which I was a bit surprised at. So there were a couple of times where I had a fair bit of water on the lens and I thought, that's, okay. that's obscuring my vision too much. I don't like it. So I had a rag out the window wiping the lens and I thought to myself, well, why don't you have like a little jet which will fire compressed air onto the lens to go and blast it? To take the, to blast, because it's only like a couple of drops of water get on it. But I do wonder with that actress it had a special kind of sun visor on it. And yeah. I'm wondering if the sun visor was channeling the water on the mirror cam.
1: When you say a special visor, is it's, this a factory you
0: know, it, option? Well, it's it, it's um, it's got a load of laser light bars on it and it's got a big, it's kind of like a deeper visor. Um, oh, I think I might have seen it. Yeah. See- I'm
1: not really, to be fair, I'm not a fan of any spurious visors, anything.
0: It's not It's um, not like that an devi- deviates from yeah. the norm. It, it's, um, yeah. it's got like spotlights in it. And I did wonder, the rain yesterday was biblical. It was an amber warning for rain. <laughs> and the, <laughs> yeah, like I said, so there, yeah. there were a few times where there were water spots on the lens. Um, so mirror, at the moment, my verdict on Mirror Cam is it's nothing to be scared of, but it's not offering. Um, A substantial enough improvement over mirrors. If I was said, Do you want one of these? You can have it with mirrors or a can, I would just take the mirrors because I know where where I am with them. The difference will be when they work out, and the technology in these will advance to the point where they'll be able to do night vision. So, what you will have is when you're reversing in the night, these you'll be able to see perfectly when you're in a dark truck stop, when you're in a dark Ah, place. Because I was, because I I was. uh, I was and It is only
1: air, early days of it as well. They've yeah. only just brought it out, so it's like you know when they were one of the, one of the first to bring out um, semi-automatic gearboxes, the EPS. Like they were yeah, the like the they've always been They're always, been always the first ones of technology, and you know back then, you know I know you had a few others like yeah, Volvo's Geartronic and, and Scania with the yeah. Opticruise, and none of them were but, perfect. But na- now look at trucks, and every truck has an automatic gearbox. So is it going to be that in the future this is this will be the having all a play? Are,
0: I don't know. I've seen, I've seen, and I saw a Renault Range T concept truck last year in France, and it had the mirror cam. But the difference was it was mounted at the bottom of the window and the door rather than high up. And I know that okay. other people are looking at it, but I don't think they're quite convinced about because that would give you a more traditional angle as to what you've got off the top mirror. What I would like to do True. is, well, I was basically doing the same reverse all week where I was going like, you know, back on hmm. a loading dock. I would like to try a smaller cab, I trust, one which has got an engine hump in the middle. And I would like to go out and maybe do site work, like going onto building sites and in and out of places where I'm reversing, yeah. where I'm reversing off my left and off my right. So that's where, like, the panning function would come into play. True, just, yeah. just to see yeah, what yeah, it's yeah. like. But o- just, overall, if truck and driver sacked me tomorrow. And I walked into a job and they said, D- Doogie, do you want a? Hopefully not. You, hopefully not? Do you want a six hundred and thirty horsepower Actros edition one with mirror cam on it to drive for your new awesome truck job? I would say yes. And I by no means was sure I would have said that at the start start of the week. It's not. It's not well, perfect. Not. It's got shortcomings in yeah. handling. Mm.
1: As as the wall trucks.
0: Yeah, in, let's say nothing is perfect. I could say the Iveco Stralis is a better handling truck. You know, it's got, but yeah. but it, it's obviously got a much but, smaller cabinet. The living space isn't anywhere near as good.
1: Yeah. But to be fair you to Iveco, well, I remember like I drove in a Eurotech back in the day, uh, just for a few days. You know, three eighty Eurotech, and that thing, the handling was was unbelievable. I had a Scania one thirteen the next day, and it was just like a, being in a tractor compared to the handling of the the Iveco. But that's, I think, that boils down to maybe it's a bit of a. An Italian thing, maybe just to have the handling thing sorted. But then other areas are pretty weak. I
0: think so. Well, I think that any of the trucks, a normal Renault Range T handles better than a Range T High. A Scania R Series handles better than an S Series. Curiously, with with Mercedes, by the time you've got a cab low enough to require an engine hump, so you're lower to the ground, you really seem to be getting into like. Supermarket spec vehicles. I was, that just, again goes just very, was, exactly you what get very thinking, small. Yeah. Uh, you don't yes, get like. Yeah, that's right, you don't get something that's just a foot lower, with a little bit in the. No. But that's Mercedes. That's that's, that's the thing, thing, and they're running with it. So I was glad to mm. get it. The next truck. The next mm. trucks on my hit list are the Iveco Sway. Which I'm hoping to have in the next few weeks, provided nice. the first right-hand drive one in the country can get registered by the DVLA. Okay, uh, and yeah. then... I saw
1: actually. Well, I saw a couple of when I was in in Spain. I saw a couple of quite nice. They look, saw, right
0: Some of them look amazing, and I think it's starting to oh, build yeah, up a bit nice. of interest. You could, you know, what you know what people are like on the internet, and they're like, oh, I have echo this and I echo that. <laughs> But all the more reason to like like them the S way has built up quite a lot of interest in it there's people it's such a novelty now and people have seen so many nice ones that you would probably get a few drivers if they said right there's a couple of these coming in who wants one you may well find Mm -hmm. that you'll get guys putting their hand up saying yeah actually I will and I would recommend that you do because it's um, I'm sure that is yeah. going to be good. But,
1: um... I was uh, I was talking to so there's a uh, there's a left hand drive one doing the doing the rounds here. Yes, yeah, Connell Jennings Ireland at the moment. Yeah, well, yeah, it was, it's a wine coloured one. I'm not sure. If, yeah, uh,
0: that's the colour the demo is going to be.
1: Yeah, but uh, I was anyway. I was talking to a guy who who runs about 40 trucks and he had a few Ivecos in the past and um, he he just said that his his problem is that. Um, he reckons the price it was it was quite expensive for for what it's going to be worth in a few years he said look it's not going to be for him he couldn't he couldn't justify mm. it that uh, you know something that price and then it's it's only going to be worth you know very little that's you know and that's unfortunately that's the that's the reputation or that's the hurdle that Iveco have to have to overcome yeah. like he's basically just like Daft is the one Daft is probably the best value truck at the moment and, and they have a pretty good reputation as well for reliability and that so it's i don't you know i, I would like to see them here but i can't yeah. really see that there's going to be going to be a huge amount of them
0: it's, but, a, um, it's going to come down to how, how many long haul commercials can can get out to people and then back them up i have heard in the uk that there are 200 sways sold in pre-order don't t- don't quote me on that but i've heard that okay, yeah. going, That's good. i've heard that a few fleets are taking are taking them in so it's pretty much make or break for iveco with this one there's quite a lot yeah. there's a lot riding on it so um, okay. yeah i'm looking forward it's to get my hands on it because it's hard to believe we're now in october but if i can get the iveco s way and i can get my hands on one of the new man tgx's by the end of the year in between doing some yeah. other bits and pieces that'll be great because yeah feel, i always feel better when i'm out doing stuff Ex- well, really I find really that changed. yeah, and,
1: and plus as well, you know, when when you're, um, you can read a lot of, of reports about trucks, and you can listen to a lot of hype and this and that. But you really have to go and and drive, and I don't just mean like you know take mm-hmm. one like you said for a run around the test track. You really need to go and do like at least a week in it, yeah. And then you can then you can give a give a good uh,
0: definitely. Well, I think an honest
1: be. opinion on it. So I've I've got a few still on the still on the hit list, Um like yourself, I'd love to drive the the S way. I oh. Still haven't I haven't driven a DAF since about 2003. I'd quite like to drive, you know, one of the recent Five Thirties yeah. and well, T High. Uh, they're the ones. Maybe we TGX, can try and
0: sorry. I can try and help you out with that because you do some really you do some really great driving adventures. And one of the like things about trucking driver is that I want to do is that we work trucks and we're telling you about something we've been yeah. driving it for real. Oh, yeah. It's okay to do a bit when you've done a press test, where they make it easy for well, you. You know, yeah, I want exactly, trucks because, exactly. well, obviously, I drive them. Well, I want I'll, to get I'll, them out yeah. to my guys and team trucking drivers. Whatever you have, get I'll, I'll take. I was
1: actually, you, yeah, I was out in the, um, just when you are talking about Renault, I still haven't driven a T-High, but uh, I was yeah, in, I I'm went to Spain in down. a Renault migrant.
0: I shall Mike. note that down because you, you're so much more... Um, what you do with trucks is generally so much more interesting than what I do, because you go off to Europe all the time. <laughs> I'm writing that down. Yeah, Lange that's T-hi it. T-High for Paul, maybe.
1: T-High, uh, S-Way and TGX. Uh,
0: did you not mention that? Those are DAF-X. Right, DAF-XF, <laughs> an S-Way, a TGX.
1: DAFs are not very rare. I could um, I could get driving one here, but just the rare stuff like the... The S-Way uh, and the TGX, uh, they're they're very, very rare in Ireland, you know, it would be hard to. Uh, well, DAF just but, done,
0: um, DAF have offered me their 530XF Super Space in the UK, uh, which I'll need to squeeze in somewhere, but it's like, a, it's a British edition, it's like, because they've been at number one in the sales for a certain amount of years. I saw that, the yeah. Silver the silver so uh, I don't, the, I don't X- think we've got, got an that Irish equivalent.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure about that. Actually, I read um, that that feature that came with the uh, magazine. Actually, I couldn't believe it. I actually, I got the November issue in um, in a local uh, filling station here. Brilliant! Glad uh, to hear it. You should be. On oh, I couldn't mobile. believe you it. Actually, I, be be I was, I was because uh, I've, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, then you, you did say that, but I, the suspense I couldn't take the suspense. Oh, I, I I just I and, it up and, it. and there was only the one shelf. on the shelf, so. <laughs> What's
0: that? I went and bought my own copies again this month as well because my sub copy came late so <laughs> just, I was desperate, just to get it, but to, it was des- desperate to get yeah. my hands on it. But I've seen it in I've seen it in quite a few places. The Newbridge petrol stations got it near Edinburgh and Tesco and Bathgate's got it. I've seen it in there, so yeah. if anybody's in the Edinburgh um, or the Lothians, there's two places you can get it. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and I actually I bought commercial motor a few days before because it's, it had that DAF um, that DAF magazine supplement. I didn't realize. And it now was you've got a truck, truck and, and drive as well. <laughs> but uh, yeah, exactly. So I have to now. But uh, no, it's quite interesting. It's 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 remarkable to think that DAF are top of the UK sales charts for twenty five years. That's 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 uh, that's something. Uh, I suppose it would be helped a lot by the fact that they're actually assembled in the UK.
0: Uh yeah, they've got. it's good that the, there is still truck manufacture of, of happening there, you know, that's I mean, people say say things about, oh, DAFs don't pull and they don't do this, about the sort of modern ones well, they must be doing something right or they wouldn't sell exactly, so many they, of them, yeah. you know they, well, they know what they're
1: yeah. doing and, that. and it goes back to, yeah, well I know what the, the current ones, and again, I'll just go back to the guy who was talking, he was, it's, a lot of it's down to price at the moment, and um, the DAFs, like, you can't beat DAF for for, uh, for price I think um you can more or less you can buy a new like it might be a you know 480 you can buy a new left hand drive super space cab out of Holland now for about 75 grand so when you compare that to the like what you're paying for a new Scania, it's it's a massive difference in price but um,
0: that is. Well, the, I hope that the one this. I
1: wanted to talk about was the uh, the magnum that I was
0: out in. Yeah, because we wanted to mention that because when you, you came back to you came back to Ireland after thirteen months hard work away in Australia. How many days did you have off? And how long was it before your phone started ringing for people asking you to go uh, out and drive lorries? Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, it was yeah, it was yeah,
1: it was actually no I wasn't home very long and um, traditionally again like, I never really like refusing work but I, I was only home about a week and um, it was actually quite an interesting number. If if I'd been asked to do it now, I would. It was delivering... Um, I turned it down with you know delivering cement, bagged cement around Ireland, probably with a Moffat Mountie, so uh, that was the first one. But I just wanted to take a little bit of time off. And uh, after after I had a few weeks off, the first truck I drove was... Uh, 2011 FM Volvo Globetrotter. I, there was no badge on it, I presume. It was... Uh, Maybe 420 or 380, but that was just with a tandem axle uh, step frame box van delivering mattresses of all things. So I did it a bit weak in that. Sorry, it was about maybe three days in the FM, and then I drove a rigid TGM, which was a manual gearbox. You'll be glad to hear. Right.
0: And, um, a, t- a, a TGM manual.
1: Yes, X X UK truck. So oh, it's a it's a bedding company. Um, they've got a, they've got four volvos. They've got three of those, like their X. Um, they came in from uh, from England, like twelve Reg TGMs, and uh, it's actually surprisingly big cab. And I think two of them are auto, and that that was a manual one. And I, I you know what, I actually enjoyed driving it. It was I very very comfortable. I don't
0: mind them. I did a I did an yeah. agency run many years ago, and there were TGMs that I had to run down to Manchester with it was for Weatherspoon's pubs. And they were rigids, and I thought, I thought the yeah. uh, thing was all right. The radio was hopeless, and I used to bring radio pins because he'd got a different lorry every okay. night and remove yeah. the radio and put more radio on it so I could play MP3, MP3s yeah. and CDs. God, during, God be with the days. But it, the night, so. I couldn't, I
1: couldn't fault it. The only thing was the steering lock on it was horrendous, and I had been warned before. And it, was just and so I was in Dublin. It came to. it. was in. Um, was it Ballymount Industrial Estate, small little old Industrial Estate with little small roundabouts, and uh, I was kind of sizing, I knew the steering lock was bad, but I was sizing myself up for a small roundabout, and and I had had to put it into reverse to get around the roundabout. This is a man who drove
0: uh, road trains in Australia, people.
1: Exactly. (laughs) There you go, and there (laughs) I am, hitting reverse in a man rigid in an industrial estate. So that was, yeah, the FM was... uh, the FM was fine. Um not, not the, I just found the engine hump a little bit too big. I didn't lie out in it as well. And uh I just I found anything that dropped out of your pocket well, you're, was, was you're went, quite, went between the seats uh, you're
0: quite you're quite tall as well, aren't you? I'm like five foot ten, eleven, maybe yeah, so you're
1: foot taller foot than yeah, me. Yeah. 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 So, right, but but it was you know, it, it was it was fine. I will say one thing about about that FM. Like they're really on the bad roads like it just it flew along because you don't have this big cab swaying all around uh, the and that's the yeah.
0: thing, aye, because that, um, that's you, the, you've got advi- being so low to the ground, it handles like it's got really sharp handling. But of course, like, that is like the biggest of all engine humps. I think the FM it's that they've, yeah, they've shaved that they've shaved yeah. a bit off the side of it so you can swing your leg round Um, that's right. And the yeah. new one, like, obviously, the, like the
1: new ones, new ones will be a lot better, but um, after so that was that was a week in that, and then I had, had a week off, and then I. Went to Spain then in that um, 2013 Reg Magnum. That, I did the longest See, that, is, before.
0: that is literally as good as a holiday. That's as close as you're going to get to a holiday for a lot of people this True, year. Yeah. A week in Spain and oh, a Renault Magnum. That, that sounds like bliss. Uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> you know what? I, have you driven one?
0: I still have From not Magnum. driven a bloody Renault Magnum. Pollock. Had, when I, did I have, used to work at Pollock in 2014, doing stuff, there was a couple floating about, but I never got one. Oh, if you, I need you should, to. I want to go. Yeah, and, I want to go should. and do some work in a Magnum. There's a request yes. for the podcast. Um, there you go. I well, go I tell man. you what, I, I had
1: <laughs> driven one. I driven one a fair while ago, but it was only, I just did a day in it, and um, that was a right and drive one. So anyway, I did that Italian run, whatever it was, a year or two ago, in that leftover hooker, and uh, mm. absolutely loved it. One of my, probably my favourite truck really really loved it so when, when I got the call to see if, if it was available to go to Spain and I said you know what yeah I'm definitely up for that, was that a, was it the same truck uh, a left also hand the fact drive that, what's that was it a left hand
0: drive you took to Spain
1: yeah left hand drive Yeah, it's the only one the only one they have ah, with, it was uh, the same four, truck because I think
0: that was in, very
1: very same truck, it
0: was in yeah. truck and driver we had it in there that's, the
1: one. Road trip that's in the one so, what, that's the one so it's now seven years old there's close to a million kilometres on it and it's out on the continent every week. Uh, fantastic truck. I couldn't couldn't fault it. Love everything. Even getting in and out of the cab. Um, I just find that those uh, those grab handles and just the way you swing yourself in. It just it actually feels really natural. Um, had a retarder on it. Great handling. Visibility on them is second to none. You just you get an experience when you're sitting up there in a Magnum that you don't get from any other truck. Um, no, It just it just yeah. feels special. That's what it, so. If, if you can and I was aware of the fact as well that they're getting a bit more scarce and um, yes, the opportunities to drive, to drive them are getting pretty limited so I said you know what yeah I'll go and do it and we we'll get a few more pictures and, and have some more Magnum fun and um, really really love them fantastic truck
0: that's interesting now, definitely love so to try and get your range T high to go and, go and try it then but what was it like going over to Spain then did you get the boat directly from Ireland or did you hop across it yeah so
1: there's um, there's a direct ferry now Irish ferries now are sailing from Dublin to Cherbourg. The traditional route from Ireland to Sherbrooke is Rosslare Sherbrooke. Um, but now there's uh, there's this Dublin Sherbrooke. So that was so I loaded started loading on let say Friday got into the truck Friday morning, and started loading you know, down to Limerick and then up to Dublin and then um I sailed out on Saturday afternoon. So new Irish Ferries bought I'm trying to think of the name of it now. It's I'm gonna say it's there's the W B eight and there's the Oscar Wilde, so it's either one of them, someone'll know. Um and because of the fact that that there's coronavirus now, it means that you're definitely getting a cabin to yourself. Right, hey. So, single cabin, 18, yeah, exactly, 18 hour cross, and woohoo. great job. And, uh, so then, yeah, just off in, off in Sherbrooke then on, on Sunday, or was it maybe Sunday afternoon, and, yeah, just straight down tr- through France then, and um, had a fridge on, so, yeah, we were good to go, and down as far as, down around, um, got down to Bordeaux, and then, next day then was, uh, got down into, uh, to Barcelona so three deliveries around Barcelona and uh, some of them were a bit, a bit challenging a bit interesting there's one where i had to you had to reverse into a doorway on a street if you know what i mean uh-huh. but uh, and so they had to stop traffic and move cars and oh, all this kind of thing hell. but i'd heard i'd heard about it and um i was thinking that you know what for the guys that, that are going in there every week that are going in with right-hand drives, that would be a bitch of a reverse because <laughs> you're, on, you're on your blind side, you can't. So I was uh, quite lucky, actually. That's yeah. the
0: sort of thing where having a mirror cam that would go and pan round to help you at a wide angle would, oh, in theory, yes. that's, where, yeah. that's where that sort of yeah. thing well, would, in theory, come that's in That's very handy. true because, you
1: you know, we all know what it's like to be trying to reverse in somewhere on your blind side, and you actually can't see. And next thing, you're trying to step across the cab and lift out the window to have a look out. Oh, so, I don't get Yeah, the yeah, look, yeah that's, one a, that's thing, a fair yes, point.
0: It's one thing when you're doing it, um and there's nobody else around. But when they're blocking the street and there's cars sitting waiting, and you've got all these eyes on you uh, as well, it gets a bit.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um so that was yeah. Then there was another one uh, delivery up in up in the mountains, just outside Barcelona, which was quite it was kind of quite narrow there was two ways into it and I was kind of wasn't sure which way to go but um, I was yeah I was a bit nervous for a while and the road was quite narrow then you I kind of came down into a little village and I just thought oh no I was just kind of praying that it wasn't going to be too narrow to get through but there was people out at a, at a cafe and um, both sides of the street and kind of nobody looked around with their mouth open and aghast and, and so I thought <laughs> well, that's, that's positive so so I got I got to I got to, yeah exactly yeah so there was a, yeah I, I got there and did the did the delivery and, and came out? I asked the Spanish guy that was in there. I said, "Which way did he come?" And he told me he came out the other way. So, ah. which I went out that way, which wasn't much better, but at least you know it was a bit of local knowledge. Like there was no, I didn't go through any weight limits. I didn't do anything like that. But so, um, yeah, kind of like those,
0: no, those
1: interesting. Yeah, li- little little bit of little bit of tension, and then um, so then generally, like you do your collections. So, you know, you do deliveries maybe Tuesday and do a you know start a twenty four hour break then. And then I started, uh, started doing collections then on on Thursday, Friday. But it's not really Barcelona is not really a great place for parking. And, and I know I found out I found somewhere after said on the where I parked on the Thursday night it was um like a restaurant kind of truck wash and there was uh, Spanish guys parking their trucks there overnight. So that was quite good, like fifteen quid, and you were in secure parking. Lovely. But um yeah, there's an, on the I I remember actually I got robbed in Barcelona. Oh. it was I did I did a trip about eleven years ago. And there's anyone that's familiar with Barcelona. There's a big services on the on the AP7. It's the kind of ring road that goes around um, Barcelona. But basically, uh, I'd I'd got in late at night time. You know when you get into a service really late at night, and all the spaces are full. Yep. But you just park along the back of the trucks. Yeah. So that was fine. Yeah, I did um, get up in the morning. And then when uh, trucks had moved, I just kind of pulled, lined it up properly. But most of the trucks have gone at that stage. Went in to get a shower. Uh, I, had to, I think I walked across there's a motorway bridge, you know, a pedestrian bridge across the top. And as I was coming back over the bridge, I, I noticed there was a guy down around the the front, the, the door of my truck. Now there was no other trucks around. I was thinking, mm, that's a bit funny. And it suddenly dawned on me what he was up to. So uh, I, I sprinted. By the time I ran down, he was gone. But he had uh, he'd taken he get in and he taken I, th- I think a phone. It was maybe phones and diesel cards. Which were Just the easiest thing to grab, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's Barcelona has a bit of a bit of a reputation, but lucky enough, this time I was okay. That that service, is, in the meantime, has got uh, kind of a security compound in it now, so you can, um, you just go through a barrier, you know. That's actually paid by the there's a go box in the windscreen mm-hmm. that uh, it's called a pa- pass and go box, it pays pays most of the tolls in Europe now, which is quite handy. So, that paid for it, and um, that was it. Then I just had a couple of um. Like as usual, finished out on Friday night and stopped off at Lajuncara. That's one of the one of the famous um the big lots of truck stops and fuel and mm-hmm. points and restaurants there at the border and then up for uh back up through France and, and I came back on the uh Stendhal line from Roslayer to Cherbourg then and that left on Sunday. So it was quite quite an enjoyable, easy trip. I didn't have any, any I didn't have the hassle of you know trying to go through the UK and uh yeah it was it was alright, you know, I won't complain.
0: Ah, oh, that's that's a good little adventure to get you back at get you back into things. I think mm. I would have been. I've not that I've never yeah. I've never done European work, so I think I would be. I would be in tatters if I'd been left to my own devices doing that. So there's nothing when you're saying about going ah, going going through, going through the village, then nobody's got their mouth open. You know, it's all it's always <laughs> a concern if you're driving somewhere and people in cars are shaking their head at you.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's it. But you know what? <laughs> I, I think it's some of those little little kind of um tense moments and you know when stuff goes wrong it, it kind of spices things up a little bit um i did a i was at home then for a while and i went to i went out in an s520 then um it was supposed to be a, a run to out to netherlands but uh i shipped out from harwich i went to dublin Hollyhead, harwich to the hook of holland and then um had to clear customs in tilburg i don't know why what was the reason these goods needed to clear customs but that took about a day nearly lying there yeah. all day and then um, and then tipped just inside the uh, tipped over near Aachen just inside the, oh, yeah. inside the German border, border yeah so um, from there what did I do from there I think down to Frankfurt out of 24 in Frankfurt and uh, reloaded for reload yeah loaded for Ireland and shipped that trailer from Hollyhead and picked another one and then back for Holland one drop in Holland reloaded uh, into what are they, up to sorry unloaded in rugby loaded unloaded bread and rugby and then loaded in uh, in Manchester back to Ireland so I got a, got maybe eleven to, about twelve days in the mm-hmm. in the S five twenty but um, Scania, there was no S five twenty that's
0: a baby V eight yeah this is a thing the is. thing to have in many people's eyes how did you get on with it Uh yeah I got
1: on got on all right with it um wasn't overly impressed to be honest now i've I heard a lot about these scan yeses and um and the, they're everywhere now here at the moment like you know I, I often make the joke like an s650 now is that's you know back in the old days you had a 113 320 now it's like just an s650 no matter what you do you know <laughs> even if you're home at night but uh yeah it was look it you know not a, not a bad truck but certainly um in terms of the the price that they command i, I didn't really see Anything that's that special about was um, I was pretty light all the time, so I was you know four fifty would have would have done you all right. Yeah,
0: sounds like me last um, week. <laughs> I,
1: just yeah, just one thing. One thing I wasn't overly impressed with was the uh, was the driving position. I think you touched on it before as well. It's, it's it's the kind of truck that you seem to nearly need to drive with the air dumped out of the seat, or else it, it feels like oh, you're you're up I mean, way, got- way too high. And I, I like to have my hips parallel with my knees, which is the correct. Position the seat, and then and it gives you far less, um, far less back pain. But I found when I did that with the Scania, it was it's like I was kind of up too high. So I never really, and I didn't find the seat particularly comfortable in it um, either.
0: No, I so. didn't, um, when I did the two days in that R five hundred manual, I wasn't that impressed with the seat in that um, either. No. I didn't think it was all that that brilliant. Um, but yeah, certain tra- the da. I don't know why what DAF have changed, but I had to drive the DAF XF with the air dumped out the seat. And, oh, no. and the Iveco Stralis, the seat in that is one of, that's continually been one of the faults of it, isn't it? The seat's far right. too high in the air. I don't yeah. know how somebody who would be like sort of, you know, if you're like yeah. five foot four, how do you drive one of those? Because you would have to have the that's seat right. tipped yeah. right forward. So, but the S would should sort that. It's always that's always a thing I look for. Can I drive it with air in the seat or not? And I definitely could with a yeah, Mercedes, and you couldn't do that in an it, old Actros um well okay, i i yeah, couldn't yeah. anyway so that's an interesting one. i couldn't anyway not with my driving position i like to sit yeah. relatively low to the ground and i like to have the seat cushion tipped backwards so it's supporting me like at the back of my knees under my thighs some guys seem to like gotcha, to drive yeah. with the seat leaning forward so it's like you're sliding out the seat, and I don't. It's, I don't know. you get getting trucks after somebody else <laughs> has driven them, and you know, everybody's different. Yep. But it's like, how the hell do you drive this? <laughs>
1: here's here's one for you. Do you know when you're passing out someone on uh, on the motorway, and and I, like I I naturally I always, I always look across. Oh yeah. And do you ever get? Do you ever see see these guys and there's just like, they're they're actually over the steering wheel and they have their two hands, uh, on it, which is fine. Like I'm not. You know, it's that's. Probably how you're supposed to drive, but like they're just looking, looking dead ahead, and and they're like, it's just like every ounce of fiber in their bodies is is concentrating on this, you know, tunnel kind of thing straight ahead, you know. Probably it's what, that's how you're supposed to drive, but it doesn't look very comfortable. That's all I'm saying.
0: No, I always look. At, I look across because you can see guys on an Actros if they've got the seat. Hi, if they've got the air up in the seat, then you can see their entire legs. <laughs> that's through, that's through right. I have that. I noticed loads
1: of them in Germany.
0: It's, it's real uh,
1: Because I, I always look across and, and I give a wave uh, regardless of, of who it is, but um yeah, just I, I do notice that with the driving position in the in the actress. The other thing, actually, I don't know if you noticed it in the in the Scania was um so thirty years ago. Renault brought out this electric sunlight, which is yeah brilliant. N- now you get it in. You get. Actros I know you get it. In the it. Yep. Volvo. The, the, the Stralis. The has got the
0: Stralis it. Stralis had it. Um, yeah. I'm not sure if the last Stralis uh, I drove had that. It must have so, done. Yeah, uh, um, the has got it. So the, I. Yep, the yeah. Actros has got so it. Basically, so basically. Yeah.
1: Basically, they they all have it, and uh, you get into this Scania, that's you know more expensive than everything else, and you've just got two bits of plastic that you flip that you have to try and flip down and there's a gap you've got a big gap in the right hand side so the first day I get into it was driving down the road but just for about a half an hour just that sun was coming in so I just thought that's that's Mm. that's pretty bad in this day and age um yeah I just I love those those little blinds you're always kind of tinkering with them it's just it's easier on your eyes you can let them up and down so Mm. it was that then then the first night I get into bed it was on a bit of a slope and so I always like to have my head up higher than my feet um, so I think I put my head behind, but yeah, I put my head behind the driver's seat and I was looking for the bunk, place, just you know, read a magazine or whatever. And uh, yeah, there's none there.
0: Mm. There's little no- things, little touches. Like, uh the Mercedes had one, but it was on the passenger side. So you
1: need them. You need them both sides, uh. as far as I'm concerned. Anyway. So um, yeah, there was there was a lot of uh, a lot of little things. Um, I just found the. Great, you know, big fridge in it. Um, didn't have a retarder, which was terrible. It was. It had a. It had an engine brake, so when when you pull down the engine brake, just like you said with the Actros, it it dropped down about two gears. Next thing, it's up over about well over two thousand RPM. I don't, just a of noise. I don't understand really why so many
0: so many trucks do that. It's like engine brake on tenth, mm. and it's like. Mm. No, <laughs> it's
1: not. yeah, yeah, but uh, personally, I, I just found the, f- the floor was, was a long way away from you and uh, couldn't really get comfortable. I think the I like the FH, it's just got that little bit of a step up, doesn't have to be too much, just a little bit. And um, so, you're, you're, where you're where you're driving, where your feet are, where your boots mm. are, that keeps all the dirt in there. Take your boots off, and you're standing up on the a nice bit of a center mat there. So, um, I don't know, I haven't been in, you were in an hour that was an that was i, an an, I, that
0: was an that I had and it's, it's got the bit in the middle yeah i do prefer i do prefer that we've now got the tgx the fh um the scania r series which has got a bigger um, in the middle the daf xf they're the other ones that have got the 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 bump in the middle and the, the it's I, I, I think it's yeah. uh yeah little little bump is, is the way def- it definitely <laughs> is we like, we like a little we like a little bump um to rounding, <laughs> that could mean a lot of things. Rounding things off for this week, you really up to next week. Uh,
1: nothing planned as of, as of yet. Uh, I have a couple of trucks actually that I want to um go and photograph for for articles. So I just need to start well, making a uh, few, few few contacts this week. And uh, lucky enough, the weather seems to be terrible, so that'll be great for for taking photographs. But uh, I presume, I hope you're still looking for a bit of content anyway. We're
0: always looking for content from you, Paul. You know that
1: oh <laughs> well, that's good I'll try, and, I'll try and get a few make more uh, use of you now you're
0: back although I'm guessing that, yeah, I'm guessing exactly. you've also got a fair old stockpile of Australian stuff as well to call upon from your time over there if you know if it gets to the mid- yeah, if it gets to the depths of this you've dark, used it, of,
1: you've, you've, you've you've gobbled up a fair, a fair bit of it actually I might just um, I might
0: require like some of those glorious sunny pictures of a big Kenworth driving through yes. a stream I might Need some of that in the depths well, of winter, oh, you know. Yeah. Went, oh, yeah. Well. Okay.
1: Yeah, well, because how, how was um? I think how I started off doing the bits for you was, I started off on how I started. I began in Australia in I'd say early two thousand and twelve, and we were doing those updates. And I think then. I kind of I cut that short and I because I was there working time I started to do a kind of a current one but I still have to, can, to have to finish off I'd say it, I think I finished off in about 2013 because I took pictures all the years through and you know times when you got stuck and you had problems and all I that so I could dead, probably ah. go, ba- go back and do that if, once, once people are, to have a look
0: are
1: like bored of it but, um, back to the old days here's a, it. here's a so um, that's it and then uh, I'll just see who's like as far as actual say, we call it work or if you want to call it that in inverted commas cause uh i just have to wait and see i'm not I'm not really that pushed about um no. trying to avoid trying to avoid doing something full-time basically that's, that's it's nice it's always say. nice so to jump about work.
0: you know well when I, before i was on doing truck and driver as an editor i was trying to i would work self-employed driving for various people freelance. doing car freelance. mechanics and freelance yeah. and i but these days, you it, it got increasingly difficult because you'd go into a week for somebody, you'd turn up for t- on time and didn't wreck the lorry, and then they'd be like, right, so um, can I book you up? And you're uh, like, okay, how would you like yeah, to book yeah, me for it? Just, okay. like, just like the yeah, rest of the year. Exactly. People are... Exactly, yes. When, I, when word got out that I had that Mercedes, there were a lot of people were asking, could you, work, you bring it to me, I'll work it for you. There was a lot of work. Available out there yeah. for it, so I love to go and work out yeah. what what things I can do going forward when I get demonstrators and and things. It was a good six I, days with Pollock. I, I enjoyed that because it was yeah, oh,
1: it, cool. it was it's all planned. Games. It
0: was all planned out, so I didn't have any just go there, drop this, pick that up, come back yeah. again. Which I, was... it's obviously it's something that you would get bored of if you're doing it continually, but just to have that certainty that oh, I'm yeah. I'm going to be it's... parked here at this time and I can get up in the morning and put the computer on. I feel I exactly, like enjoyed that. Yeah.
1: So exactly. Sorry, just something. Sorry, just to cut across you there. There was something I meant to say to you earlier when you were saying that you let the window down to look out when you're reversing. Yes. It it reminded me of an article that I read in Truck and Driver a long time ago. See how many people actually remember this. Uh, I know one of my friends that remembers anyway. It was uh, George Green, Scania 164 580. Pretty sure it was a five eighty T cab. mm Mhm. I don't know if you remember this, but uh, so it was pretty sure it was on the cover, and he said, I think it was George Green's son that he 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 wouldn't let the window down because he'd be afraid that the window would would get scratched. <laughs> you know, so there was a little bit of grit What's there, that? so he actually opened the door and, ah, and looked out. Uh, I always remember, I always remember that. So it's uh, that's that's dedication for you now.
0: Well, I thought, well, I kind of forced myself to use the mirror cams last night rather than have my head out the window because it was raining so much." That I kind of had, I couldn't like uh, stick my head yeah. right out; I would have got soaked. But, uh George Green, one six four yeah. five eighty. Does anybody remember that? Mm. Now I've got a final- yeah, pretty sure.
1: Now, I, I I won't even say that it was. Um, I won't say it was. A, there's a slight possibility that it might have been a one four four or five thirty but I'm pretty sure it was. Uh, yeah, someone will remember. Somebody right will now, remember so there it. You, there you go. That's just yeah. I'm sure I have the magazine upstairs with, along with all the other magazines that I've kept over the years.
0: Right. Now I've also got final final question before we finish off. And this goes back to the last podcast I did a couple of weeks ago with Chris, where the subject matter came up of ladies of the night approaching trucks to offer their unique services. Have you ever been propositioned when you've been parked at night by um, what they call in America, lot lizards?
1: Lot well, lizards. Uh, yes, actually. In, we were in Belarus.
0: Belarus, that's in the news just now. Is it? Yeah, because oh, there, there's stuff about... Yeah, the, the, the leader, it's all political stuff. Aye? They're having protests and everyone in Belarus at the moment. Aye? Oh, it's yes. all political. That, yeah. that, it does sound a bit, though, you know... With, with, yeah, that sounds a bit like sort of... There's a, new, well, there's a new Borat movie coming out just shortly as well, which is good. I, s- I saw that. yeah, it, yeah. Be- saw Belarus sounds a bit like, yeah, hey, you're like, this is my well, sister. <laughs> I
1: suppose... Um, yeah, we were... I'm trying to think if we were... Uh, where exactly we might have been parked because we were after being in in russia and we were coming back and we were parked definitely in Belarus. it might have been on the belarusian side of the of the border before you go back into into poland pretty sure like we were in a, some sort of a compound there but it obviously it wasn't that kind of strict seeing as those we were getting these knocks on the knocks on the door <laughs> but um I, I i yeah i do remember that um you you'd quite often see it even in uh I was just mentioned there, Barcelona, or sorry, La Junquera. You know, which is when you're on the border on the on the eastern side there, from going from from uh, Spain back into France. And uh, there's yeah, there's, there's quite that- a lot. Knocking, knocking around there as well. But that's, what the to it, it's the oldest profession in the world, isn't it?
0: Oh, I definitely. Well, truck driving and that seems to go hand in hand because I did mention it and then I said, has anybody got any stories? And a few people did send a couple of things and some of which aren't um, rebroadcastable. Uh, that, is that a word? Rebroadcastable, mm, but anyway, I've not got time I for could. I've not got time to do that this <laughs> this time around. But
1: no, all I'm, I'm, gl- I'm glad you asked me just right at the end anyway. So that's that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, yeah was, um, right. Trying right. trying try, try to present trying to present a uh, you know uh, a, a nice professional image of the industry, doggy.
0: Exactly. Well, we are, we are nothing if not thoroughly professional. Cool. That's it. Well, it's been fantastic. Thanks, thanks for uh, coming back on again. We'll have you back on the podcast again soon, um, and I'll try and I'll try and line you up with a nice shiny demonstrator so you can go and do something exotic with it. Uh, take it to Europe, something like that, perhaps. You know, instead of me who me who goes to Leicester. <laughs> that sounds good. Not Leicester's not exotic. Not, it's not. Good to talk to you. Cool. Right. Cheers. Thanks very much for that. I'll catch you later, Paul. Cheers thanks for listening to the truck and driver podcast please subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode to keep up to date with the latest news 100 for drivers visit truckanddriver.co.uk where you can also subscribe to the print edition of truck and driver magazine which publishes on the last friday of every month the truck and driver podcast is produced by sound rebel to find out more please visit soundrebel.co.uk